What's up, everybody? This is Moonshine Shotgun Mulligan Podcast. Sitting here with my boy CC Stats. What's up, brother? Masters week, baby. Sunday Mas- at the Masters. <laughs> Sunday at the Masters has concluded, and the Spaniard John Rom is your 2023 champion. Vamos, John Rom. <laughs> Rombo, man. Congrats, dude. That I'll was tell you what. That was sweet. After he teed off, I don't even remember what time he teed off on Thursday. It did not look good after that first hole when he four putted. <laughs> did you? See, I just watched the. I watched uh, it live. I just I watched like, the uh, the post interview. You know when he's at the stand and him talking about Zach Ertz's text as he was yeah. getting ready to go up to the putting green. <laughs> he said, "What? What do you say? Number one's looking pretty good. Like he goes, ready. He goes, hey, number one, that green's pretty easy. <laughs> and then he four putts." But I like I like what he said. He goes, "What were you?" Th-? They asked him. I think Thursday. He goes, "What were you thinking?" He goes, "Sevy said it a few." Sevy, Sevy said it when he was playing. He goes, "I miss, I miss, I miss, I make." Right. <laughs> hey, it worked out. It worked anyone, out, man. Anyone on Sevy's birthday? So, uh, and Easter. So happy Easter to you and your family. <clears throat> so, happy but Easter. yeah, Master yeah. Masters week has concluded, and John Rahm is our champion. For a second, I was thinking that he was the third. I was going to be like this friend in the room. I was like, the third Spaniard to win. And Aaron's like, my wife's like, no, he's the fourth. I'm like, how do you know that? <laughs> but I was out of the room and they had said it. <laughs> I was like, who's the four? Like, I was like, who's the other person? And I was going through, I was like, Sevi, Sergio. And then I was like blanking on Jose well, Maria. Then Maria Othabo. Othabo. <laughs> but then but then I was like, oh yeah, Jose Maria. Because <laughs> I asked one other person, I asked her uncle, I was like, is, is it is he really the fourth? And he's like, Yeah, he's the fourth. <laughs> so I had to think a little more, but but yeah, Jose yeah, they, Maria. He made a couple runs on Tiger back in the day, too. He did. He did, but John Rom the or Spain, excuse me, not John Rom. Spain has the most international victories at the Masters. Do they really? Yep, four more than any other country. Well, because the Aussies only have one with Adam Scott. The Canadians have just one, right? Or just Mike, Mike Weir. Weir? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And um, and then up. Other than that, it's South Africa's got two or one. Gary Player, Gary Player, uh, and Trevor, um, Trevor Immelman, and Swartzel, right? Swartzel, South Africa, yeah. yeah. Yep. So they got three. Um, who else? I think, to think that's it. I think that's it. Yeah. Uh, that's Japan it. just has one with Hideki. You know, a couple well, of other know, ones like hit or I'll, miss one. Australia would have more than one, but on this day 40 years ago, Larry Mize <laughs> chipped in to be Craig Norman. Right. <laughs> Poor Craig Norman lost to Faldo when he had a freaking eight shot lead or whatever going into Saturday. Yep. Yep. The old well, shock. He was fun to watch, though. He was a good player. He was fun to watch. He just liked to he just liked to choke at the Masters. Yep, that's yep. why he's got a lot of ill will. And then he wants to be try to be relevant this week when uh, bringing up that he wasn't invited and yada yada yada. And then Fred Fred Ridley just shut him down. And he goes, "Well, to be honest, we didn't want to take away from the Masters competition. And secondly, he's only been here twice in the past ten years, so we didn't right. really care to invite him. <laughs> Pretty much spot on, right?" He never won it, bro. If he would have won, if he would have won it, he would have been invited. You know, it's like what? I, I thought. Norm- I thought the, you know what I was the one thing that I took away from this week was a cool unity of golf. I thought that um, even the media kind of settled down a little yep. bit in terms of making it controversy with Liv. Like even some of the Golf Channel um, guys were talking about like, oh, like I can kind of see why Brooks is. I don't know if you heard that. He's like, I can kind of see why Brooks is on Liv now. You know, with yeah. him battling like the injuries and 
where he just loves the majors. Like he, he wants to get, he doesn't get excited about these other events. So um, he's like, this is kind of a perfect setup for him, especially that they all can compete in all the majors now. Well, and I think too, I think Brooks said it, he goes, things might've been different a year ago if Brooks had been completely healthy. Right. If he'd been completely healthy. I don't think he would have left. And no, I, I don't think he would have either. You know, and who knows? I mean, we've heard rumblings through the, through the media that, Brooks wants out and Brooks wants to come back. And you heard him say it this week that he misses playing against some of the top competition. Um, and he had a, he had a nice uh, practice round with Rory the other day that Rory texted him on Sunday last week and congratulated him on his win. He goes, like, let's play. Does anybody know how long their contracts are? Like how is it like indefinite or is it that I'm not sure. I, I saw something from a couple of weeks ago that if anybody wants out, they got to pay it. They have to pay back like double or triple the money. Yeah. That's like what I'm wondering whether it's like they signed on for 10 years, 20 years, lifetime, you know? Yeah. I'm not sure if they sign on for life. That's kind of in a, you're kind of in a rough spot. Hey, like you said, I don't want to take away from the masters. You know, I, I, I agree with you. I think it was pretty, status quo like everybody got along like um there was no boo i mean there's not going to be any booing you were there on thursday we'll talk about that in a few minutes and my friend was there i got one story on that though in terms of like not quite okay. booing but <laughs> but they that you're not gonna you weren't gonna see that and i think it kind of brought golf together and it truly like, we've talked about this quite a bit it truly goes to show that they everybody needs each other the best right. competitors want to play against each other and they want what's they they just want to have that fight and that that get that fire to be able to compete. And I, I think that truly, if I'm okay, if you want to have two tours, we got to work it out. They got to figure it out. And we've talked about this a ton with many people. They got to work it out. And hopefully, this is something that can kind of get it going a little bit and might take some time, but we'll see what happens. Yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that the thing that I was thinking about it is I just hope it spurs the little bit of change that somehow they can have some sort of coexistence that we've talked about numerous times but um i think it was a good example of that it could work out you know just right. find some way for it to work i know that the pga tour's got to respect their brand lives got to respect their brand because they're trying to build this tour and and get it off going and make it profitable and all this but um let's just hope they work it out because it was cool seeing all those guys back playing together you know Agreed. seeing seeing fit i mean I I'm the first one that was giving Phil shit, you know, a couple weeks on the podcast, but seeing Phil get second today, T two, that was cool. Like, again, I, I respect his game. It, it doesn't matter how I feel about him as a person. It, it was cool seeing him compete and it was cool seeing DJ back. Although he killed my DK lineup when he <laughs> went like seven over on the second round. And then he just flubbed the rest of the, the rounds on me. But, but no, I just enjoyed seeing everybody back and competing and Brooks competing. Um, not that I love him or anything, but but it was just nice seeing him versus Rom. Like it was it was a good it was a good matchup. He they didn't were. have it today and he was respectful. He I don't know if you heard his interview with Renner. He yeah. was he was just kind of like, you know, I didn't have it today. I played well this week. Um, you know, he kind of he he seemed pretty uh humble about it all and and uh, it seemed like he looked like he was happy he played pretty well most of the tournament happy that he's playing better golf but i'm sure he's pretty disappointed because true because going in with the the lead he probably expect i'd actually expected him to win to be honest with his like 54 hole record and all this kind of stuff but didn't work out but but rami you, you can't hate on old john nope. rom he deserves it he's been he what is that like his sixth or seventh win this year 
I think um, it's sixth plus second major. Um, I did. I, I don't know if you heard this. I was in the middle of doing something. I had, I had the masters on, I think every TV in the house. So that way, if I moved rooms, I could watch it and listen to it. And Jim Nant, I think it was this morning. Um, Brooks kept, I think it was 15 when they were finished in the third round. He hit it. He had to he hit it. He pushed it or pulled it way left and he chipped out or punched out and hit it in the crosswalk on mm -hmm. um, 15. And Jim Nance goes, there he is hitting it into the CW. <laughs> and really? I start laughing and the wife goes, why are you laughing? I'm like, Jim Nance with the pun right there. He's throwing out the lift pun. People don't even know it. And then he came uh, and followed up with a crosswalk, but I'm like, Jim, it's throwing a pun out there. That's hilarious. I did there were a couple others that. out there. There were a couple others too. That was, that... That's slick. That was pretty good. I didn't, I didn't catch that. I think I was, I think I was out of the room cause I came back when he was dropping, you know, out of the crosswalk, you know, that's yeah, hilarious. So. Well, I mean, yeah. is, is it his last masters? I'm confused. Like I know it's his, it was his last no. final four. Okay. It was not just the final four. So he retired for the final. I don't blame him. Cause that, that grind has probably got to be horrible. Like he grinds, goes to the final four, has flies right to Augusta, does his prep for Augusta one day or whatever. And then he's like, right at doing the masters. Yep. Like that's, that's pretty hardcore. And he does football too. So, um, I mean, and that's good to know. I was, I was pretty upset hearing cause like everybody was rumbling around or like at the masters when I was there and we'll go into that later, but they were like, yeah, Jim Nance, this is his last masters. I'm like, no. I don't know about that. I, I had heard about the final four, but I just wanted to double check. So that's good. Well, you think know. about it, you know, they, they do the West coast swing. He gets out of football or he's kind of still doing football, especially if it's, they have the super bowl, which they didn't have this year. Goes from football straight into golf, does the West Coast swing for the most part, rolls, then they kick it over to NBC, goes into the NCAA tournament, then rolls right back in. So kudos to Jim Nance, who's done the NCAA uh, tournament for I don't know how long, and now he's just going to focus on golf and football and spend a little spend a little more time trying to hit eight irons or nine irons into his little wedge replica right. Pebble Beach number seven in his backyard. So I'm just excited that you just told me that he's going to still be the announcer, though, at Augusta. <laughs> <laughs> I saw something today that said it said something like whatever world we live in he goes, as, as long as Jim Nance is in it for the Masters that's the only world I want to live in <laughs> and it's I'm like, like I, I agree with that it's like I want to die with Jim Nance like, yeah. <laughs> hosting so. the Masters just like when he looked at Fred Redley he's like Fred what a champion today John <laughs> I'm just like I don't know what it is about Jim Nance dude it's just he he encompasses the Masters you know what was interesting about see, I'm not the biggest fan of the butler cabin thing, and I know they've done it for years. I love it, dude. <laughs> I, I get to, I guess I, I kind of look back and when they show the highlights, all the old ones, and I know they do it primarily for TV. And I watched the actual uh gr uh putting green green jacket ceremony, which I'll talk about this in a second. And I kind of like watching that and getting to hear the guys speak. So Butler Cabin is just a little cheesy, I think, but and I'm a little jaded because your boy Trackman and I didn't get to see the true putting green ceremony when Tiger won in 2019 because there were, were there were storms coming in and they literally just walked out, handed him the trophy. He held up the trophy uh, after Patrick Reed put it up to put the jacket on him and that was it. There was no speech. There was no nothing. Everybody get the hell out. <laughs> really? So I'm a little jaded that I didn't get to see. Yeah, the I think true you're thing. jaded, dude, because like literally that end of the the Masters and Tiger won were all amped. And then yeah. I'm like waiting to hear the text from you guys coming back. 
And then I just go to it, it pans the butler cabin. I'm sitting in there with my wife, enjoying it, just going nuts, running around the house. And then I like, I'm going to shotgun a beer when they get this green jacket butler cabin. <laughs> so it's like a moment, the master's moment yeah. for me is when Jim Nance said, you know, Tiger Woods, you're a 2019 champion. And then you hear that, and then I just shotgun right in front of the TV. Hey, man. But you know what? And I know we, we Tiger, we he had some moments this week. He he, he didn't play his best. Obviously, I think the weather and the, the cold weather played into it a lot. And it was I, I didn't think he would play today, so I wasn't surprised. He looked in a ton of pain yesterday. I mean, there were a couple other guys that withdrew too. But um, there I, there's that competitor still in him that he wants to play in all the majors. And I deep down, I want to see him win another one. I'd mm-hmm. like to see him win two or three. Right. But, and we've talked about this before, Trackman and I may have seen him win his last major. Yeah, I think so. I mean, you can never count him out. Like we say, like, could he win no. another one? Sure. But you probably saw the last one. You know, it's just like seeing how how much pain he was in. Like, it was like, it was awesome. flashbacks to when his back was jacked. You know, when he did the like swing off the tee and he like went to his knees. Like, it was that kind of pain yeah like when they posted bad. that video on 17 where he was just literally dragging his leg and then he hit his wedge into the green and he didn't even like put any weight on his leg well then like, he said it wasn't even his leg it was the plantar fasciitis in his foot so. right well you get all those you know com- you know you compensate for those injuries so then you get all these extra little ailments mm. from that yeah i mean i don't know if you you know rolling your ankle oh you're going to compensate then you can kind of tweak your knee you know it's just it's one of those things with with injuries you know it it all kind of works together so if you're compensating an injury then you you kind of injure other areas yeah well it was it was fun to see him there i was glued in um i had all the tvs fired up all weekend long we were supposed to go out of town thursday ended up canceling the trip and the wife goes, well, at least you're not to sit home and watch the Masters. And I pretty much did everything I needed to do at the beginning of the week. I did it. And Thursday through Sunday, I did a few things around the house, middle of the day, later in the day. And all I did was sit and watch golf for four days. So it was amazing. So it was awesome. And, you know, I you, was bummed. I was bummed yesterday, though, that yeah, the, the, I just had the perfect setup for a day. And I don't know why I got my like brain around that they were going to like play all day because I was just like hanging out with the family, watching the Masters all morning, you know, eating, no plans, you know, went downstairs, popped it on the big TV, like chilling with the little man, watching it, just cracked the double deuce beer, and then it, then it, it suspends. <laughs> then you're like, what I am I going to do now? just started my Bud Light. Like I texted Callie Craig. I said, when's it acceptable to crack my first beer during this round? And he goes, well, the leaders have already teed off, so you're good. So I cracked my first BL and it was, you know, maybe Rom was probably on five or something, but, and then they suspended it. I was like, darn, well, cause I, they got the seven, I think, but yeah. Um, but to be honest though, and contrary is today, then it wake up in the morning, oh, Easter Sunday, great. master Sunday, and you got coverage all day when we normally don't, you're just kind of doing the masters app. And then you, you're waiting for the leaders to tee off. You're waiting for the coverage to start up at two, you know, 2 PM and watch it till seven where it was like, it was on while I'm eating breakfast, you know, we're just watching it, watching all round three. And then it just rolls into round, round four. It was sweet. I took a little break. I watched it from eight 30 this morning to like 11 when they finished. 
and then maybe 11.30, and then I took about an hour break. I had done some mulching the other day, and then I went out and did a little bit of yard work for about 45 minutes. I was like, oh, time to go back <laughs> inside. <laughs> time, time to, to go back in, 12.45. 12.45, I was back inside, sat my fat ass down, and watched it till 7 o'clock. On the day, oh, so. <laughs> yeah, we had the Easter dinner at the, the we did as well. I yeah. literally say I had TV on while we were eating, watching it, updating but I call my uncle, my uncle in law, I guess. And then, right when we finished, the, the ladies were like, Hey, just Mark, just go over and watch the end of the tournament. So then we just plopped it down <laughs> and watched it. Well, let's, watch well, let's talk about your week. I know you were on vacation, but your your vacation was topped off with a trip to the first round of a, um, the Masters. How yeah, was so, your trip, Moonshine? <laughs> it was insane, dude. So, like, it, you know, I was thinking in my brain once I got the tickets, you know, this is this is my pop's experience. I'm going to take my dad to the Masters. He's always wanted to go. He introduced me to the game and I even told him that it kind of got a little emotional. We were sitting on 16 and I'll go into where like our day. But like towards the end of the day, I'm like, Dad, you introduced me to the game. Like I'd never want to like experience this with anybody else. Like it, it was sweet. And he's like, you know, like tearing up. He's like, yeah, like That's this awesome. is awesome. But uh, but so, you know, got the tickets pumped obviously you know i kind of you gave me the prep callie craig gave me some prep from his experience i got your all's experience and then par train had some good thoughts you sent me that yep. little uh thing about you know and you had told me this too going to the merch tent early all those kind of little hints putting your chair down all that kind of stuff so we get into aiken on wednesday where you and Trackman stayed fun cute little town if you're going to go to the masters i would stay there too like you yep. you all stay there i stayed there my dad and I ate downtown. It's a cool little like down square. Y'all had mellow mushroom the after Tigers win, but uh, we were down at one of the local bars and had a good time. Um, kids? <laughs> we didn't run into kids. I was looking around. <laughs> I was telling my dad, I was like, you know, Kevin Kisner lives in this town. He's like, what? <laughs> but, uh, but no, so we got, we got there early, you know, we got there an hour early and that was great information because, you know, the gates, they say open at seven 30, I'm like, no, dad, we not, we need to get there at 630. You know, it's like everybody says get there an hour early and it was perfect because we were we were so like we weren't super far back, but the gates were flooded at 630. I mean, there was literally probably, I don't know, 5000 people there or something at 630, I would guess. And we were in the middle of the pack. So it was kind of perfect timing. So that was so a good. Went the, you went to the north gate. We went to the north gate. I, I'd heard about going to the south gate. Cause you can get better like spots for a seat and all that kind of stuff, but we didn't have seats. Um, we, excuse me, we had just planned to get seats. You know, I I'd brought one, but then I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to plan to get a master seat. So yeah, we're in the North gate, but it's so streamlined. It's like Disneyland. As you know, they're perfect about everything. Like it, it, if you've never been, it's just like they strive to make your day what it, what you want it to be mm -hmm. you know it's like all the workers are super nice excited to talk to you ask them where you're from helping you out trying to streamline things trying to tell you like hey it's only going to be like five more minutes in this concession line it's only good you know they're just trying to make everything great so we get in smooth entrance i thought oh, we we're going to be sitting in this line i'm like there's a lot of people but i was like this is going to work out got through in like five minutes and this is like for the this is because you go in and then you're actually in, you can go to the merchandise thing before they yeah. open the debt to the core. Exactly. So like we get, we get through and then the merch merch pro shops on the right and it was flooded. And this was like 7am. 
So I said, dad, like, I really need to get you to see Jack. Like you got to see Jack do a ceremony tee shot. We're going to get stuck in this line. We're going to be in the shop and we're going to be pressing to get there. It's at seven forty yeah. for the ceremonial shot. Uh, and I knew we would waste some golf time to, to do that. But, uh, but I thought that was important for him to see because Jack was kind of his ins- inspiration for getting into the game of golf. So, uh, so we were right next to the tee. It was sweet. Like we could see Jack and everybody, um, giving us chills, man. You know how it is when you like walk in that space how, for the first how time. How close it's, did you get? We were probably 10 paces off Jack, like right nice. off the side of the tee. Yeah. So we got up pretty close. We had a nice view. I, we were camped up behind a cameraman. So we actually got a nice little view of Jack, you know, maybe 10 feet from us. Uh, but, but it was cool, man. So we did that. We took everybody's. Um, recommendation went to the merch tent early so we went straight to the merch tent it did suck up like for people that are going to do it it does suck up some time it's like an mm-hmm. hour kind of process as you know stats like we we're in there however however getting so the so tra- going back trackman and i and i hadn't been in 10 years when we went so they condensed the round and went off kind of like today split tees at, uh-huh. and they went off early so they tr- they were trying to finish by two o'clock versus finishing at seven o'clock Cause they went off at 8 a.m. in the morning. Right. So Trackman and I ate us some time on that. You guys, you ate, you eat up time, but you're there until seven o'clock at night. Right. Yeah. So, so it's a little bit like you, you all even probably felt more pressed. Correct. Right? Like correct. I bet y'all were like itching like big time. And me and my dad were even itching and we were like, it was eight 30 and we're in the pro shop. I'm like, dad, when you think about it, Michael ears just tear teed off. We're okay. <laughs> like we're going to see some golf, man. Don't worry about it. But we both were anxious, but they they did a great job. We shipped our items. That was sweet. You know, it cost a few bucks, but that was totally you worth it. already got it, right? Already got it. Master Sunday. My dad, I was talking to my dad on FaceTime and, you know, talking about, you know, Easter and showing him the kids. And he's like, dude, I got my stuff in. Did you get your stuff? And I'm like, hold on, let me check. Aaron goes out on the porch, big box, Master Sunday, all my stuff, dude. So I had everything. It is, that's, that's place is perfect, like perfect. Dude. perfect. It comes on Master Sunday. So amazing. Uh, so small recap. Went to 16, set our stuff down where uh where Callie Craig said on the on the right side, the opposite side of the, the, the hill. It was yep. perfect. We were close to the green. You could see a little bit of 17 C T shot. You could see a little bit if someone hit it on the back of 15 green. We could see the T shot on 17 plus like or 16 plus seeing like really close to where it hit on the green where the, especially where the pin position was close to us uh walked to amen corner mm-hmm. and like you told me because you went straight to amen corner i think that's the perfect thing to do and there was no one there and we set i'm like dad let's just sit because i've heard everyone said that it, it's going to get so packed you're not going to get a seat in the stands we sat we waited maybe you know we wasted a little time yeah we wasted like maybe 45 minutes Mike Weir and all those guys come through. We we followed Freddie. So like we watched like four groups or something. Freddie comes through and then we're like getting a little hot after it's been like an hour. Followed him up, went to 16, chilled there for a little while. I broke off, watched Tigers back nine, um, went back to our seats, you know, watched all day pretty much. We watched several hours from 16 towards Nobody the end takes of the day. Your seat when you no leave. one takes your seat. And if they do take your seat, they're the politest you yep. know, people ever like those two people in our seat when I came back from watching Tigers back nine and, uh, and my dad and I were just, he was looking, he was watching some golf on 15 and he, 
it was like, oh, I guess we got to kick these people out. And, and they're super nice. You know, it's just everyone's happy. They're like, thanks for letting us have these seats for a few, <laughs> few holes. But yeah, it's it's just, you know, you can go on and on. It was fantastic. We had a good experience. There's always things that you wish you could do different. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm happy with what we did. I think it, my goal was to make my dad have a good time. And then I had a good time because actually the par train podcast guy said he wished he would have chilled a little more, you know, not bounce so much. And then like my, my thing that I wish, you know, it's like, ah, I should have seen more golf. I should have bounced and watched and walked the course a little more, but it was just a different experience, you know? And I think it was, it was a unique experience with my dad. We just chilled, talked to people around us, watched golf all day. Um, just kind of soaked it in. So it's kind know, of like a soaking in experience, you know? And you, the key word that you said there, you talk to people. You weren't, you didn't have your phone. You weren't texting anybody. Oh, you weren't sweet. shooting videos. And that was the it's thing about amazing. That, and that was the thing about sitting a lot is like, you just start talking to cats you know, it's like we're on Amen corner and Mike Weir rolls around by himself. And we had just walked past him on seven with Kevin Nah. And everyone's like, where's Kevin Na? <laughs> like, what's going on? You know, it's like, and, then some, of that. <laughs> and then someone up in the top's like, oh, Kevin Na withdrawed. You know, it's just, he's just talking to everybody. He meet Speak, people. Speaking of that. So Thursday, <clears throat> we're, we're watching it in the morning. My wife gets up and I'm like, and I, I turn it on. I'm watching, watching, watching. And then like, like they come back and Kevin Na's on the fourth hole and he's like three over. And I'm like, and she's like walking out from waking up. And I was like, God, he sucks. Like, come on. She's like, geez. I'm like, he just looks terrible. Like he looks awful. And I think he teed off on five and Kenny, Kenny Harms is walking up past guest on the, on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Kenny, Kenny's like probably good 10 yards. And Kevin is just, he's moving slow. He was he just, dragging. Dragging is the my right dad. Word. My dad even noticed that dude. We were, I was like, there's Kenny. And I was about to yell at him, but he was like way ahead. So I was like, okay, that's inappropriate. Cause he's way up there. And he was booking it to on seven to his yeah. tee shot. And nah was just so slow, like walking, just Definitely sluggish. Like behind him. Well. And I'm like, ah, like, is he just chilling? Like, why is he walking? So my dad picked it up. He's like, dude, like he's just chilling. Like, why is he walking so slow behind his caddy? Like what's going on? Is he just yeah. kind of, taking his time or something i'm like i don't know but well, then we realized he may have been sick or he just maybe was pissed off you know he's playing shitty and no nah, i think know. he came out and said he had an illness so hope he's okay you yeah know. um it's unfortunate to see he, that he I did mean, look he, sick he did look yeah sick. he looked sick he withdrew i saw louis Ustazen withdrew after the second round obviously tiger withdrew and one other person withdrew and i can't remember who it was so Cool for the Jeff McDermott, who's the new marker, to get to play with Mike Weir on Friday. Is the oh, they got a new cat that played with. Yeah, him? the new, new cat actually. Short story, was it Thursday? No, Tuesday last week. We met up with some friends over at the Perch. Went over to Patsy's, and I'm talking to my boy, who's the GM there. Our boy George yeah. owns George's little uh, boss. George George's <laughs> little boss sauce. Check out George's little boss sauce. Um, and we're talking, and then I start talking to this guy. And he's like, you're going to the masters and I'm wearing my master's hat and master. And I'm like, no, unfortunately I'm not. And he's like, do you know, Jeff McDermott? And I'm like, no, I don't know Jeff McDermott. And he goes, he's the new marker. And I'm like, oh yeah, I just read about him. He goes, yeah, he's, he's a friend of the family. And I'm like, oh, that's great. And we start chatting it up and da, 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 da. And so and I was like, well, I should check it out on the podcast. And then we start, we start talking about live in the PJ tour and everything. And, uh, I try, I'm sitting here trying to remember what we talked about. We had a good little three or four minute conversation 
about uh, about live or the PJ tour. And I'm like, well, you got to listen to it on on the on the shotgun mulligan podcast because I'll, I'll check it out. So <laughs> just putting it out Good there. That. <laughs> That's right. So That's awesome. yeah. Good for you, man. I'm glad that your dad got to have a good experience. It sounded like he had a blast and you had a blast and you made it, made it about as good as you could make it for him and for yourself. So, you know, now we've all been there. I've been there twice. I, hopefully I get blessed to go again. I, I, I joined a group on Facebook that talks about, it's like fans of the masters and people post random BS. They post a lot of questions. People that don't know anything about the masters. There are people that have gone in the ladder. Like I've gone over 37. I've gone over 12. I've gone oh, over 21. Like... And I'm like, now granted I'm over on the lottery. I have never won the lottery. I got lucky. My father-in-law won the lottery back in 2009. And it wasn't, this is when they did the paper lottery. Uh-huh. Like literally you filled it out and yeah, you, you had to it mail in. it in or something. Yeah. yeah. Cause my dad it, used to talk about that when I was little. Yeah. And then obviously Trackman's relative got us tickets back in 2019. So I truly have never hit the lottery, but I got a good feeling. Something tells me I got a good feeling this year coming up. Now you know it's real. Now you know it's real. Oh, it's real. It's, it's not fake. Cause I, no, it's not fake. Cause I hit that. <laughs> <laughs> and even till like, I've logged onto my master's account and saw for sure that it wasn't a BS email. Like you're going to the master's. Then it soaked in. I'm like, okay, this is not BS. And then once those tickets came in the mail, I'm like, all right, this is actually legit. It's funny when you, right before we jumped on, I was reading an article on golf.com. It's like, don't forget. He goes, here's the process to apply for master's tickets. And I was like, did something change? I'm just going to read this real quick. And everything has stayed the same. Like it opens June 1st, folks. June 1st is when you can apply for the lottery for the masters. Don't tell too many people. Cause we got to win that again. That's true. <laughs> and I will tell you, I'm an idiot. The first few years that I did it online, I think I only put in for practice rounds. Oh, you got to just, just put in for everything. That's what right. I did. So then like the last two years, I'm like, well, what does it matter? It's a lottery. Like my chances aren't changing any way or the other. If I do, four for all the practice rounds or two for Thursday through Sunday. And then everything I've read, it's like put in for as many as you can get. Right. Just put in for as many. So I'm like, screw it. And look, this, was this your first time? No, like, I did the, I've done the lottery like five years. I think. Okay. Yeah. Well, 20% is not bad. <laughs> yeah. I think, I think five, cause I, I wanted to do it in college and then I finally figured out how to do it like a little bit after I graduated college. So maybe a little longer. I've probably done it maybe eight years to be honest. Now that I think about it in terms of time. Um, cause I feel like about two years after college, I, I started doing it. Um, but yeah, man, it's legit. It's legit. Now we're going to get tickets to Berkman's place. I know. Right. <laughs> but, uh, I got one so- quick story for you. Other than that, that I tried to double pound beers when I was watching Tiger on the back nine, which is a blast. How many because cups they, did you bring home? Uh, so the count, I got to tell you the count. So that was the thing tonight. Okay. So the count was seven cold beers, nice. one wine, uh, two sport drinks, two barbecue sandwiches, one pimento cheese, three chocolate chip cookies, one Georgia peach cookie sandwich, one banana, three potato chips. <laughs> Uh, I'm dis- disappointed you only had one and one chicken and one chicken sandwich. So I heard that you take pimento cheese and put it on top of a chicken sandwich and it's silly. It probably is because it's got the palmetto cheese. You know, you could tell it's the palmetto, yep. you know, pimento cheese. That, it, I, that was my first. That was my breakfast. So I go through and it was breakfast time still. It was like 10 a.m. And I was trying to be a responsible <laughs> adult. I was like, I'm going to get a coffee. 
start my day, get a, you know, get one of their breakfast sandwiches. You know, they're all out of the breakfast sandwiches. Like, okay. So I was like, I will, I'll do a pimento cheese. My dad got an egg salad. <laughs> Went to the front of the line. I was like, you got any coffee left? And she's like, no, we sold out. I was like, well, I guess I'll do a beer. <laughs> I guess it's time enough for a beer. She's like, absolutely. You know, Trackman and I, when we were down in Amen Corner, because we were there on Sunday, they don't serve beer that early on Sundays. Oh, really? No, it's like 11, 30, 12 o'clock. Is that a Georgia rule? Is that one Yeah. So, yeah. but then I was like, well, date, do they serve beer on Sundays? I was like, this is going to be terrible. They do serve beer because t- Trackman and I double, were double fists and I'm walking up uh, 11 when we ran into Tiger. You know, Tiger had to hit the ball right in front of us. And so then we were there double fisting beers and just collecting cups and watching him hit amazing shots and winning the Masters. <laughs> you got to you got to get two, I realized. Once it starts, you got to get two every oh, yeah. time. Two every time. Put one in your stack and then hold one with the other. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. So the, the other story is when I was watching Tiger cross 14 fairway and I go, which side do I want to go to? Because I'm going to jump jump up because I always like to jump up in the groups because you can get close yep. to them, you know, especially when you're following Tiger. Because if, if you get stuck behind him, you're just not going to see any anything good. So I was like, okay, I'm picking left, even though he hits a fade. Roll up in the trees. And I sit track man the picture sitting there. I see Xander hit his tee shot. I'm like, okay, position myself. He's been hitting it close to Xander with his tee shots. They're about the same distance. I hear four left. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Duck my head hits literally two feet from me. Almost hits me in the thigh. Hits off a chair from one of the, the markers. Pops over in the grass. And me and this dude look at each other. We're like, yes, <laughs> that was Tiger's ball. <laughs> You should have just fallen down. <laughs> I know. I was like, dude, I was that close to getting a concussion by Tiger. He had Callie Craig was like, dude, you should have just got hit in the head. It was close, though, dude. I got a picture proof that I will post on Instagram. The ball hit within a few feet from me. But uh, but we got to see him hit all the trees, you know, getting to see Tiger up close. It was fun. Nice. So so that Good was stuff. a fun, fun little. I almost got the concussion from Tiger, but um, would have got a little glove and would have acted more hurt, right? <laughs> it's like, Tiger, let me, let me play around with you here. Since you <laughs> Could have told him about the podcast. Hey, right. listen, man, like it I said, a great time. going to the Masters is about making memories with whoever you're there with, family, friends. They're truly, it's a tradition unlike any other. I mean, Jim Nance says it perfect. They put it on a t-shirt for a reason. Right. There's nothing like going to Augusta National. There's also nothing like going to Augusta National on the outside of the golf course because it doesn't. It looks like everywhere else. Yeah. But when you step inside those gates, it's literally like nothing else, um, or unlike any other. And it's, it's an experience. I remember the first time that I went, and I had creepers running down my face when I stepped out on the first fairway, uh, 14 years ago. If I get to go again, which I hope I do, we were having this conversation this week. I'm like, if I put in and I get four tickets, like the whole family will go, and I'll bring one other person. If I won two tickets, I said, Jessica, I'll take you. She goes, no, you take Jackson. I was like, no, I'd rather take you. She goes, no. She goes, it would mean more to me if you take Jackson to the golf tournament. And I was like, oh, it's mm. kind of cool. Like, right. I think as much as Jessica knows that I love, much as I love golf, I thought it would be cool that she would go. And although Jackson loves golf too. So, but, and it would be cool to take him. He's a little bit older now. So, yeah, man, I'm happy for you. I'm happy for your Thanks, pops. Man. It's awesome. Yeah. Good yeah, stuff. It was, it was great. Yeah, I was glad I got to take him, you know, because you can't. You can't miss those experiences, man. Life's no. too short, brother. So absolutely, you gotta absolutely. Enjoy it. 
Got to enjoy it. And we got we got the RBC Heritage coming up this week. Another great golf tournament on the PGA Tour. We got it. And it's a stacked field too. Stacked. Stacked. It, it looks like I, I'm I'm surprised. Like I saw the commercial and you got like Spieth and all those people are playing, right? Yeah. Who's, all, who else some, is playing? There's a lot. I just saw, I saw something and there's like 30 of the, I don't know, 30 of the top 50 players in the FedEx Cup are there. Something like nice. that. So it's a stacked field at the RBC. So I'm excited to see that. That's different because uh, the last couple of years they've had a few, but it hasn't been quite a stacked of a field, you know. Yeah, last year was better. Last year was better. Um, I mean, you, know, you figure out you got the now you got the PGA in about a month. So that's true. Some so guys it's like are going to play a, a few events. Yeah, yeah. So um, excited, excited. I mean, it's hard to believe we're already into the middle of April. Um, we're already one major in. I mean, essentially, almost pretty much two majors because you got. Um, you got the uh, uh, Players Championship is in March, and that felt like ages ago. Right. So we got the RBC, and then we got the Zurich, which is the team event, and then you got the Mexico Open. Those are the next. Uh, those are the next three events coming and up. We go right in the PGA. Then you have the Wells Fargo, Byron Nelson PGA. So you got five weeks. Yeah, five. And weeks. Wells Fargo has a few people too because they're getting. They'll yep. probably get Rory and Max Homa, yep. you know, and some of these guys. Um, Thomas will probably play right because he he yeah. likes Quell Hollow and are they is it at Quell Hollow again? Quell Hollow, I know yeah. Rory's committed, Homer's committed. There's a couple other guys committed. So, um, yeah, man, it's been a good week, good good Masters week. Uh, congrats again to John Rom for winning his second major. Yeah, that was awesome. Told you, told you back in January. I know that's what I was about to say. The, like CC boy, <laughs> that was his stats. Uh, that's my that pick, pick of the year. Pick of the year was uh, John Rom. The year before, mine pick of the year was Patrick Cantlay won the Tour Championship. There's something about it, stats. Something we're just about on it. A, hey, we're on a roll. I do want to tell you, I owe, I know I owe you a little cash for my hat, but I'm going to pay you in my Phil Mickelson winnings because <laughs> Phil <laughs> I Mickelson, I bet $3 that Phil Mickelson would finish in the top five and top 10, and Phil Mickelson came through and finished T2, and your boy won 65 bucks. Atta boy. <laughs> yeah. It's a good bet. That's a good bet. So... Hey, man, you know what Mickelson always does? Gets up and down. Gets up and down. 